This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website, if you will. You know when people say about um, mince pies, oh, I wish we could just eat them all year round. Why? But they're, they're in the shops, aren't they? Some people do eat them all year round, but nobody says, why don't we play that song that you just played in March? Do you know, March? Al, <laughs> no. Al, apologies for the forthcoming buzzkill, all right. but I loathe a mince pie. Oh. I have to say, I don't loathe one, but I have no, I've never said, why don't we eat them the whole year round? Oh, I do. Right. I would like them. <laughs> Turkey, I always say, you know what, I'm going to start having turkey on a regular basis. I, I do that too. It's quite Christmassy. I got the uh, Christmas jumper memo. I mm-hmm. have a pink jumper with Jingle Bella. Charlie, the producer's got one. Sarah hasn't, and Frank had a go at her. <laughs> so well, I don't want to say I had a go. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say I had a go. I would. No. You suggested she was lying. When well, she, she made she... up some story <laughs> yeah. about having one and spilling coffee on it, which is, you know, that's like the dog ran off with my homework. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but if you do eat turkey all the year round, it, it must yeah. have been like... When I used to drink um, heavily all the time, <laughs> at Christmas I used to get absolutely gutted that people, you know, were at the Did bar you? getting in my way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part-timers um, clogging the bar. Imagine if you'd... Imagine the, the person who has Christmas uh, has some turkey every, every month. Mm. <laughs> Turning up in December and saying... What do you mean sold out? <laughs> I always get my turkey this time of the month. It's tough. Anyway, um, it's it is the season to be jolly. Yeah. Uh. Let, let us not forget that. Although um, I've just finished recording a series of uh, in my TV. You know, I still have something of a of the, the vague slivers of a TV career. Oh, don't put it like that. Don't put yourself down. Um, I. Um, if I want to put my, if I want to be put down, I shall go to a Swiss clinic and do it <laughs> yeah. properly. I um, happy Christmas. We had um, Nigel Havers. He he put um, or attempted. I won't say whether he got in or not. Christmas yes. into room one hundred and one. Oh, did he? What an old Grinch! Bar humbug. Havers gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. That's what, that's what I always think. So um, yeah, it's uh, I, I kind of like it. I must admit. Can I ask you if I um. If I was going to get something in the New Year's Honours list, would I know by now? Would I have been tipped off? Well, you're asking us? Yeah. What oh, yeah, think? we're on the panel, aren't we? I forgot. Oh. You don't just find out, oh. though, do you? There's a, you're tipped off. You no, must be you tipped would off. Have known, you must be Frank, tipped you off, would know yeah. by now. Yeah, I think you're right. I've had friends who've had <laughs> honours, and they've, no, they've been forewarned. You've got very high expectations. Well, what were you expecting? I'd, I'd, I'd I'd never to be rude. <laughs> well, no, you do know, darling. Well, they might. You You're not know, getting yeah. the honours. They might occasionally. I think they might give them sarcastically. Do you think so? <laughs> I that's mean, genuinely, my big, that's my chance. I think. Genuinely, do you think you'd get? You might. You should be OBE. You should get. I if think. I live long enough, I'll have to start. Uh, eventually, I have to start doing a bit of charity stuff. Well, you just don't want an honour. You don't <laughs> shout enough about I've it. I've held back long enough on the charity stuff, and I, I've realised that, that that's that's where that's how you get you buy your honour. Yeah. To be honest, when you say you yeah, know charity for questions, if you live long <laughs> enough, you should just be delighted as a celebrity to get out of 2016. It's been uh, it's been a call this year, hasn't it? Hold on, oh god, that's gonna be re- that's gonna be repeated on the news oh, as a no. soundbite. I'm gonna feel bad about that. <laughs> oh dear. Ironically, his co-host Alan Cochran. <laughs> yeah, I've got five hours on the motorway today. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
Oh, my oh. goodness. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I've had my first gifts this week. Oh. Gifts, you know, Christmas gifts. No, oh, not, not I gifts. You meant G-I-F. G-I-F. My first. Oh no, not gifts. Because I've had my first <laughs> gifts this week. It's a gift like a moving. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I haven't had any gifts this week. Well, there is a gif of you. It's a gif of me. It, it, oh, yes. am I dancing in my pants. Yes. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember somebody uh, when I recorded that. The head of BBC One said to me after, "Do you work out?" Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm skeletal. But anyway. Um, Yes, I danced in my pants. Get over it. Now, I've had um, someone... What were your gifts, then? I had... um, Well, I've had three gifts so far. Tea bags, a mug and a kettle. I think there's a theme. Oh. Oh, yeah. Now, were these given to you... Are those all individual, then? Not not all at once, those presents? The tea bags and the mug, um, they were in the same... uh, Cluster of gifts. Okay. From the same donator. From the same donator. Gift of giver. Gifts. The um, the the kettle I have to say was from um, one of my East European staff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which is very kind of a. So this is right geographically, is it? Oh, well, it's Eastern Europe. <laughs> and she. Um, <laughs> She got me, I tell you what's amazing, she got me a see-through electric oh. kettle. Oh, that's fine. Oh, you've got to keep those tidy, though, Frank. Well, no, I mean, that's a good thing, I think. Because you've got to regularly de-scale it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. see, my, my, my partner um, will not allow any sort of uh, chemical contact oh. with the kettle. So the, the, right. the, the kettle gets so heavy on lime scale that basically you can, you can maybe boil a half, half a cup... Mm. Of tea in it because it's just got it's an inner crust. Mm-hmm. Well, I've tried that when I've been around. It is a bit copper copper soup. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So um, the see through, I gotta tell you, I love watching it boil. Oh yeah, you know they I say a watch kettle never boils. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's prolong me and it's honestly it's quite thrilling to watch it. The slow, oh, li- lovely, little bit of movement in the water, then some bobbling, and then we're off. I would say I've got more excitement out of that. Mm. It's the same excitement I used to get from a see-through negligee. I'm getting through a see-through kettle nowadays. It's how you've travelled Yeah, life. it's really... And there's a, like a blue light that comes on, which makes the water look blue. Oh, it, it, Frank, it sounds of, absolutely fantastic. You know, like a classic... Um, you, know, you know light entertainment shows, they have that yeah. blue light. Oh, and yeah. the, and the, and the, like, it's like that. It's like watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but in um, water form, if you can imagine that. <laughs> With lower production value. It's slightly lower production. <laughs> well, honestly, at the mo- I mean, the novelty will wear off, I dare say, but at the moment, I'm having cups of tea I don't really want. Oh. Just so I, I really watch the would, just bottle. to use it, yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's a lovely for a facial as well. Is that right? Yeah. Well, for the steam, you mean? Yeah, I do it sometimes. I wonder if any other ladies oh, out there on. do that. Is when I empty the dishwasher... Put my head into the dishwasher for a quick facial. Anyone else? Yes, Sarah does it on the show. I find that smell. I don't know what that smell is <laughs> that comes off a dishwasher. I suppose it's the cleaning stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. I love it. I don't want that in my lungs. I sang all. Okay. No, 
now, well, now. Congratulations, well done on the kettle. I'm so pleased for you. Oh, it was. I'm I'm really, really pleased. It seemed like a, when I first got it, I thought it was a, you know a practical present, but the see-through nature. My mum, I remember, used to dream. She used to say if she could have anything, she'd love a see-through teapot. So you could watch oh, the pot. Yeah. You could work out at what point the tea was drinkable and reach the right strength. See, in a different generation, she'd have been on Dragon's Den with that and the rest would have been history. Yeah. I think it's fair to say we had smaller dreams <laughs> in those days. <laughs> <laughs> now people want, bare minimum, two TV series. That's what yeah. they want. <laughs> See you, through um, teapot. You normally get a turkey at this time of year, don't you? As a gift? Um, what, receive one? Yeah, I thought you got that before. You asked for a turkey before from uh, produ- various productions you've worked No, yeah, I, I used to get a meat voucher. I didn't get a meat voucher this oh, okay. Year. Okay, oh, um, shame. Oh. Yeah. Still, I mean, still time, I suppose, if <laughs> anyone's listening, thinking, what are we going to... Oh. <laughs> Make a nice change from those bottles of champagne they send to taunt me every year. <laughs> I just go and sit on waste ground with them, <laughs> just like the... To really push push it to the old days. I'm going to press the button in a minute, but okay. I, I, was, I had an out, and then I... Oh, did I, I ruin it? No, it's fine. Okay. But I know I feel I'm trapped in this... Do you want to tease? <laughs> Listen, Frank, I'll tell you what we can go out on. What about a descaling tip? Come on, on Absolute Radio. I don't know any. Vinegar. Well, oh, 673 knows one. Boil a sliced lemon in your kettle. Great natural descaler. That's Andrew from Watford. But does everything taste of lemon forever after that? I don't think so. Hey, 12, 15. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of um, kettle suggestions in. Kettle suggestions? Yeah, well, you've been talking well, about cleaning kettles. them, you mean? Yeah. A lot of people suggesting vinegar, aren't they, Al? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? We've tried that, but... Uh, oh, we tried a, the vinegar. What about Jeff? I find... Frank and Co. A small metal mesh ball or cylinder from the hardware shop left in the kettle attracts the limescale and is then rinsed off. Mm. I'll try it, but I mean the thing is now that I can see, now I can see it emerging. I can get it early, and that's what it's all about. We're lime scale, is it? Yeah. And how will you get it early? Will you just sort of rinse it out? And yeah, I'll use it. I'll use toothbrush. a toothbrush, a J cloth, an old toothbrush. A J- how are you going to get elbow it grease? That's what I'll use. Oh yeah. All right. Fair enough. So the mug I've got oh, is yeah. a list of the actors who have played Doctor Who. That's a great present for you, Bob. For you. That yeah. was what that was meant. I, I want you to know that that was what she meant. That. <laughs> what for you? For you, not for her. Not a great present, general. No, like a catch-all. No, I see. You. you think the emphasis was on for you? I'm afraid you? I think it was. Do you well, think it was I in can... her mind? Do you think it was a for and a letter U? <laughs> you say in her mind. I am here, and I can exclusively <laughs> reveal that the cockerel is correct. Yes. Okay. Well, but it doesn't include. And unusually, you have property. It doesn't include John Hurt. <laughs> Why? Oh, because he was on a radio play. No, because he's a war doctor, but he, so he doesn't get a number, but he's still a doctor. It's, I find it, every time I... I think they know what they're doing, Frank. Well, uh, you say that. Well, I, I do say he's that. He's a proper doctor, he's bona fide. What about Paul McGann? Does he count as a doctor? Oh, yeah, definitely. OK, right. cool. Blimey. Calm but, down. Um, I that... say, if John Hurt saw that mug, I don't think he'd be that. Mm. John Hurt phoning his agent saying, oh, what, what's going on? I'm not on the mug. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, John. What, what do you think I'd pay you for? I think he'd be furious. He's fine. He doesn't mind. Well, I wouldn't. If he, was, if he came round that house, that would be stay in the cupboard. Let's just say that. Mm. 
Exactly. Oh, because yeah. he might, I think he said, I saw him the other day, and he said he might come around to have a look at the kettle. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> he says, let, let me know next time you're boiling. There will be people listening that think that's what show business is like. Oh, you and John Hurt oh, showing each other oh, stuff. That um, and remember, everyone, a dog is not uh, just for Christmas. No. It's for, um, well, what did you say? It's for New Year as well. Mm-hmm. It's about ten yeah, years. Get yeah. ten years out of, a, out of one? Fifteen, I think. Sometimes you're lucky. Depends on what how breed, old, How old is your dog? I think she's six. Okay. Oh, you got ages for yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had an 18-year-old dog. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, deaf, grey. When they get deaf, they're very good for surprising. You know, one of the great joys of pets is surprising <laughs> them from behind, as it were. So he'd sit on the step um, looking, watching at birds and things like that. And is I this to, Shep or Cal? This is Shep, and I used to walk up behind him. He'd gone deaf by then, so I could just grab him like that with him and pick it up on a thing. <laughs> it was great. Feel his little heart going like that. They yeah. love it. They love I, it. I always feel rather sorry for Cal. Always the bridesmaid. It, mm. it is. It's true. I mean, Shep was the star of that family. If I had a dog now, you know what I'd call it, though? What? Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> It's got everything, hasn't it? Because they do granol. They that granol. is a good name for a dog, they do, yeah. When they granol, they do it quite barkly, because they've always got yeah. a bit of bark in their voice. That's a good title, so, yeah. Can I say great use of the phrase, they do it quite barkly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when they granol, they do it barkly. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, I mean, that's, you know it's, what it's almost worth having a dog. One of your you finest ideas. Dog, because I think you would... You Maybe I'll get one just for Christmas. You specifically. <laughs> in the facts Please, people, opinion. don't do that. No, no, I'm joking. You would enjoy reading telling the thought process that went oh, into you naming the... You don't get fed up of your own jokes, do no, you? That's never. what I'm saying. <laughs> never. No, I'd, I would be um, aching for that moment on, in the park where someone said, what's he called? Oh, it'd be the most walked dog in the postcode, And then you'll it? say, have you got a table nearby? Because Frank needs to bang it while he laughs at his own joke. <laughs> well, if they said to me... Um, What's he called? I'd say, let's just sit on that bench and I'll tell you. <laughs> so, so, sell yourself down. Frank Skinner on the radio. I was speaking of... Another of my East European staff um, was telling me that... We should explain to anybody that doesn't know that Frank runs a small building company <laughs> yeah. mm. as well, just on the side. She was uh, saying, on the tea, tea as a gift, which seems to be a this year's thing, you know, mm. it was the oh, Furby. Right? It was a Furby one, you know, it's tea. tea. Yeah. That she got some um, pregnancy tea for a friend who's pregnant. Oh. I didn't know there was such a thing as pregnancy I tea. I didn't. And I said, uh, she said, I said, you know, I said, have you got any pregnancy tea? And I said, did they say mm. one lump or two? How did that go down? <laughs> Nothing. Really? Tough crowds. Nothing at all, which is always frustrating. Did you say, did you repeat it? Um, I hate I it think, when you do that. I think I did. You, fo- you bully them into laughing. No, she didn't. <laughs> she wouldn't have it. Really? They won't be, they won't be pushed. Respect. Um, when I say they won't be pushed, I don't mean um, <laughs> one lump or two. I mean people who don't laugh at a joke. Yeah, I, I must have told you when I, I went out with a woman who... Um, who uh, lived in a place called Bath Court, which was, I'm sure is very nice now, but at the time was was, was a bit, um, a slightly scary mm. um, block of flats sort of place. <laughs> and I said to her, what puts me off Bath Court is the people who live there spend rather more time in the latter than they do in the former. <laughs> That's very fine work. And she said, uh, where's the latter? <laughs> Assuming that that was the local pub of some... Oh, she yeah. didn't. No, look, we're all God's children. I don't condemn her. I'm sure there are social circumstances 
but I realised that we could never, um, no. we could never be. It's moments like that, isn't it? It's the flash frame moment. Yeah. When you're with someone, you think, lovely, lovely eyes, and then they say something like that, and you think, oh, yeah. maybe not. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I'm sure they say the same thing about me when I say I've got a, a, a mug with um, the names of all the Doctor Who actors <laughs> except John Hurt on. <laughs> they think maybe it's time to move on. <laughs> I got my wife a mug with um, my wife with uh, <laughs> my wife. French on it in the summer. She was learning French and oh, uh, it's, it's just creep. got some French vocabulary. Oh, that's a good idea. I, I think learn from your mug is a good idea. I've yeah. got. A, I had a mug. I still have it with um, ukulele chord shapes on it. Nice. So you're oh, that's a, a good idea. You're having a cup of tea and you think, "Are oh, you mine a seven? I don't use that enough." Also, I wonder if the heat will make it memorable. Oh, maybe. The searing heat will imprint it on your brain more. Maybe. You know, we've probably inadvertently started a text in about what educational-style mugs do you have in your home. Well, in fact, I have got a periodic table mug from the Science Museum, do and you? I do know my periodic table do quite well. Do you really? Well. Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> OK. <laughs> oh, my God. Frank Skinner on the radio. I, uh, I went to the ABFC's place the other night. Did you? Yeah. You should say for new reasons. Friends, for new reasons, of the Archbishop of Canterbury. Who was Frank's neighbour for many years. Yeah. Um, who's, uh, and that uh, was a sitcom uh, that never happened, and I would have loved that for one. Yeah, exactly. It would have been a bit like... Oh, it's Tim. Yeah, it would have been like, uh, never mind the quality, feel the width, which yeah. was about... Um, uh, two tailors, a Jewish one and a Catholic one. I always said me and David Baddiel should have made it as a sitcom. That would be yes. fun. Um, he, just, he just looked at me when I suggested it. <laughs> May I ask a question? You're, um, you're friends with the Archbishop of Canterbury. I think, you know what, I think I can officially say that is correct. Isn't that great? Are you friends with the individual man and when a new Archbishop of Canterbury <laughs> yes. is appointed, you'll still fr stay friends with that man? Good question, Or is it, Al. like, part of his role to be friends with you? Would Rowan you Williams... Does Rowan Williams still get a Christmas card? I see. So, that, like, like when the Brigadier yes. met the Doctor, played by John Pertwee... Let the Doctor see the Brigadier. The Take me out. He'd first met him with Pat Troughton, <laughs> uh -huh. and so he's, he was, they, were still they were still friends. <laughs> Um, um, Imagine no. if someone said that on Take Me Out, Frank. Would you respect them more? If they said what? Let the doctor see the brigadier. <laughs> <laughs> I'd respect them more than hashtag orcs. <laughs> um, Is it still on that show? Oh, I th that'll be on forever. Oh, will it? Oh, God, yeah. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, so I was doing a reading at, at the ABFC's Carol surface oh well this is a different puts a different spin on it does it well you're talent aren't you i mean don't take this the wrong way no. but you're having to sing for your supper love well um come on i was already invited oh. and then this was an additional bit but i don't mind singing for myself well i had to read for myself out loud oh, they're getting mm. their halfpenny's worth um i was happy to do it i got um matthew too this time it's personal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matthew 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, Matthew 2 is the, the three wise men. Oh, oh, I thought it was Bono in the edge. And uh, I, it's, I like uh, I quite I quite liked it. It's a good story, the three wise men. I was happy with that. Mm -hmm. So did you, uh, do you rehearse it a lot, like in the mirror? No, well, I read it. No, not in the mirror. I read it a couple of times out loud. Um, um, but 
To be honest, because it's not a Catholic event, I'm a bit less nervous. Right. If I was doing it for Cardinal Nichols, I'd be thinking, if I get this wrong, there's a possible excommunication or it's always there hanging over you. Yeah. Whereas, Imagine if you were doing it for our Pontifex. I don't think you'd oh, get through well, it with I'd the be, nerves. Yeah, exactly. And also, my, my Spanish is not great. As with Latin, is it? All right. Um, it's got bits. Um, right. But it's got, you know, it's got a bit of everything. It's got astrology and deceit. Mm-hmm. There's a treasure chest in it. It's a great story. Did you get any laughs? Um, I didn't get any laughs, oh. but I, a couple of people said to me, oh, that was very nicely read, except my partner, who I said, um, what did you think of the... She said, too loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is... Anyone who listens to the show regularly will know this is a regular theme. I was told off for clapping too loudly next to her at the circus. So, I mean, it really is becoming... We are becoming George and Mildred. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, you know I, was, I was talking last week on the show. Um, she doesn't always listen to the show. She listens to bits. It's hard with a child, fair enough. Mm, of course. I was talking about the fact that I'd tried my first ever scented candle, having been given 50 and then basically re-gifted them. Mm. Um, I, I actually ignited one in, in, my, um, in the privacy of my rooms. <laughs> and I'm was, still loving your use of igniting. <laughs> and it was all right. It was actually all right. And Kath heard that bit on the radio, and she said, did you light a, a scented candle in your room? And I said, yeah. She said, it'll, it'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that true? I don't think so. It's obviously set me slightly on edge. She's obviously worried because it's 2016 and you're a celebrity. It's that. It's just it's everything's, yeah. a, everything's a hazard this year. That's what it is. Oh, God, don't say that. Something <laughs> terrible's going to happen. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> That's it. Put a, put, a, put a smile on everyone's face. That's our job. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Aaron Cochran. Oh. You can text the show oh. on 8 12 15. Thank you. You can. Oh. Uh, what about the thank you, Twitter, Twitter on uh, <laughs> at Frank on the radio. Yeah, also very good. And, uh, and you can email. And what about emails? Show. Do we still do those ones? Yeah. We still do emails. And, oh, yeah. um, Through the Absolute Radio website. Oh, yeah. Well done, I think fine. he might have cleared his mouth and he may be able to take the reins back now. Yes, I'm um, yeah. happy to help. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm back. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for helping me out, guys. It's okay. I just well, I just that. heckled. Alan helped. Mm. Yeah, that's you know that's the way it goes. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the system. You can have a nice sip of your ginger beer now. <laughs> you like that, don't you? Oh, ginger beer and nuts, truly. God, it's like a picnic for you, this, rather than a work. Yeah, tell you what, it's like that. a picnic in about 1978. Ginger <laughs> beer and nuts. <laughs> um, well, both Christmassy, I think you I know, agree. people have sushi now, darling. Not at Christmas, do they? Oh, I do. I tell you, you know you were saying you feel about people drinking oh, alcohol. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what Laurie McMenemy <laughs> said after... Gaza once swore on camera to all the Norwegian people. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, you know, you were talking about how when people over and buy but Christmas, it makes you feel somewhat resentful as someone who's a. Well, I don't mind them drinking as long as they weren't no. in the way of the bar. Yeah, just generally. You meant when you were drinking, it just made you feel they were a bit Johnny come lately. Mm. I feel that a bit about smoked salmon. 
Okay. Oh, I'm aware this isn't doing much for my woman of the people <laughs> reputation. <laughs> no, but, such as it is. Yes, exactly. I do enjoy it throughout the year. It's my small indulgence, mm. and I love it. Come Christmas, I can't get hold of it. And if there's oh, any smoked yeah. salmon dealers out there, give me a call. What I'll play top rate. Yeah, it's, I, I do think of it as a Christmas thing. Oh, it very much oh, is I now. Think people do. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Another swig of the old ginger beer there. Frank. At least not. Uh, Christmas wouldn't be Christmas, Al, without a little mention of Kim Jong un. Oh, friend of the show. <laughs> Kim Jong merrily on high. <laughs> <laughs> he's yes. not quite a friend of the show, but he's still got everything to oh, play right. for. I think he is. I mean, he's not. He's, he's one of those unpleasant friends that's quite good to know, I think. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, it's always good to know somebody really hard. Like, it's like that, isn't it? With it's King like my, uh, my boxing coach. Is it? I'm <laughs> quite glad he's in my life. Let's yeah. better leave it like that. Yeah. Cajun. We could call him Cajun. Yeah. Cajun. Like Cajun. He's got himself into a little bit of trouble. <laughs> he's not that like Frank Spencer overall, no. though, is he? But no, this is true. Go on, then. Who did he fall out with, Al? Um, his, his staff. Didn't he? Uh, he? He sort of um, he ordered all Mil- of his military elders, I believe they were called. All of his military people to stay up all night. What, didn't they have to write him a letter? He was furious with them. Mm. Um, I'm quite obsessed by this story because, as you know, I'm obsessed by Kim Jong Un. Yeah, he's amazing. Oh, dresses in black now all the time as well. With the narrow collar, the narrow collar. Does he favour? I believe well, some, sometimes, but he really he <laughs> loves the black the black outfit. He's got. <laughs> I like the idea that he sings Man in Black by Johnny Cash. He was staying at his villa. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I, believe, I think this was quite... This might have been sort of September, October, but news, you have to bear with us because news takes a while to filter out of there. That's right. And he shouted at the military elders. <laughs> he was a little drunk. Uh, he was the a little theory. drunk. Allegedly, let's say that. Mm-hmm. He said that none of you were able to produce not even one military satellite is a misconduct that is commensurate to treason. Is that what he said? Yes, I believe Oof. so. Don't quote okay. me on that, though. No. Nah. Um, and then he made them stay up all night and did they have to write a letter of apology? I think they wrote a letter to him. They, they had a choice, didn't they? They had to write uh, either a letter of apology or a list of their weaknesses. <laughs> Which, who says there's no choice in North Korea? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Well, it's not as strict as he, as he used to be. Would you go for weaknesses? or And what would those weaknesses be? I'd go for a list of weaknesses. I can see that that would be a, a, a good thing if we all did that. It'd be quite I, a healthy thing. I wouldn't hand that into him, though. I no, would, I, I'd rather give him a letter use, of apology. He might use it against you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got a really sore Achilles heel. What's getting kicked next? I yeah. wonder. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine if Frank made us do that, Al. Also, if one of your weaknesses was thinking he was an idiot. <laughs> Even if you said, well, I wrongly think that the Honourable Leader is a uh, idiot. <laughs> That'd be a bad thing. Don't hand that in. No. Yeah. He'll just say, um, look, I'm not... Don't hand that in. That's my advice. That'd be fine. <laughs> be fine. No, honestly, honestly, I'm... Trust, don't hand that in. I That'd wonder how many crossings out were on these lists. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, well, oh, they He's probably in... got experts working on the crossings yeah. out as we yeah. speak. They burst into tears of relief because they thought they were going to be purged. Yeah. And he then woke up the next morning and he had amnesia. He had all went a bit central reservation. <laughs> he completely forgot. <laughs> he couldn't remember. So he apparently said, why are you gathered here? 
Be careful about your health because you are all old. Yeah. That's what that producer says to us every week, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and they began crying. It's a lovely scene. <laughs> it said, the military men began crying, a reaction which pleased Kim, yeah. according to onlookers. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of presumption going on here. We don't know whether Kim was pleased or not. Let's not put words in Kim's mouth. But um, I'm liking the fact that he's he's living the high he's living high on the hog since he's got this job. Yeah. yeah. They said he, at one meal he claims he had uh, ten bottles of wine of Bordeaux. Fantastic. I think he came across the old traditional Western song Ten Green Bottles" and mistook it for a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. We're in North Korea. Yeah, we've been talking about Kim Jong Un <laughs> and the um. So the mili- So what's happened is the military elders. Um, they've woke up. They've written the apology they've letters. Looked, they've looked up. They've looked up. They've seen Kim Jong Un. They've hit the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been spared the purge. Hmm. And but Kim Jong Un is is baffled as to why they're there because he's forgot. We've had mornings like that. Let's yeah. face it. Yeah. What are you doing here? Great. Yeah, exactly. But it is interesting, this boastful thing, which I quite like, because it is a bit like the rappers with Kim Jong. Apparently this is something of a cultural tradition. His father was like this as well. Would tell... I mean, you know, I'm sorry, Kim. I, I do respect you, and, and obviously, you know... Do you? Well, there's... Well, you know... As, as a friend of the show. Yeah, as a friend yeah. of the show. But I'm not entirely convinced some of these boasts are true. <laughs> I mean, not. he said he could drive a car that back. age three. <laughs> yes. Well, he could. I'm, if he, he could if he wanted to. Who'd, who'd actually stop him? Yeah. I'd but probably... You don't want to catch his eye if you see him out in the car. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I'll give you a lift. Um, you know, you're all right. Get in. <laughs> I mean, I dare say he's not the kind of character at three to worry about the paperwork. He wouldn't have been sat there going, but I haven't even got my provisional yet. He could drive anywhere he liked. He'd yeah. Stop yeah. His dad was um, the exalted ruler. Yeah, exactly. Kim Jong-il. Well, he right, lied he as well. He probably had a go at it. He said at nine he won a very prestigious yacht race. And then uh, he also said he scaled the 9,000-foot-high mountain um, wearing an overcoat and leather dress shoes. Yeah, but it said... I like the detail. <laughs> the way it was described, that he was, it, it, it said uh, that he climbed... It said in the Daily Mail, he climbed uh, a 9,000-foot no, mountain mm. wearing only an overcoat <laughs> and leather dress shoes, like, like Top Cat. Stripper Graham. That's a night out that went wrong, isn't it? <laughs> That's how he got his name, that someone stumbled across him and that the wind blew his overcoat. They said, oh, it's Kim jong <laughs> Why did he wear leather dress shoes to climb the mountain? Well, I think he was probably... He's coming back from a, a party. <laughs> yeah, walk of shame. He got lost lo- his way. Walk of shame. <laughs> he got lost. Like that mate of mine who... Uh, was walking back drunk from somewhere and he, he suddenly, he was got dehydrated, he got lost and then very thirsty and had a panic that he was going to get dehydrated and die because he was quite mm. drunk. And he started licking a car windscreen <laughs> that had condensation on and the alarm went off and he had to <laughs> run off. <laughs> But a lot you and your Peter Houston off anecdotes. There's a lot of stuff on a car windscreen you really don't want to be licking. No. A lot of insects. So in many ways, that climbing of Mount Piktu, Piktu 
was Kim Jong-un's version of your central reservation. Well, if he probably did, didn't know how he got there. I like the idea that he did it. I really <laughs> do that. Who's going to, as you say, it's like when Idi Amin was the uh, undisputed heavyweight champion of Uganda. Yeah. I mean, there's undisputed and there's really undisputed. <laughs> Don't dispute that, is my advice. So you can, I mean, he's absolutely living the life. <laughs> What if it's all true though, and we in the West just mock? What if he? What if he is just one of those guys? He's uh, he's a talent. Well, he's just a sort of multi-talented, a Renaissance yeah. man. Yeah, if he's yeah. really, really brilliant, like Orson Welles. Or yeah, something. <laughs> I mean it's unlikely, but no, we, we don't know because there's a lot. Obviously, he gets a lot of bad press over here. He does. Apparently, the father eel. Mm. He used yeah. to suggest that he'd invented the hamburger. I believe. Did he? I think that's correct, yes. Wow. And again, that was a strange boast. I mean, given <laughs> that you can tell any lie you want. <laughs> but I like that. I like that their boasts boast have got a bit of... Uh, <laughs> they're not like about, um, you know, oh, I, met, I met this bird in Seoul. <laughs> yeah. They're about inventing the hamburger. I could drive a car when I was three, that stuff. Brilliant. Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> Kim Jong-il. <laughs> He wrote uh, that song. Yeah, That's yeah, what he'll tell that. people. He wrote that. Oh, yeah, I wrote that. That'd be another brilliant... I mean, you could just brilliant. lie about anything if you were here. another brilliant brag. Yeah. <laughs> Kim Jong-un claimed that he'd written Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as if he's ever said sorry in his entire life or anything. Sorry yeah. seems to be the hardest word. He wrote that. But if you, um, <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. like to see him doing a face-off with Elton with those tight suits, straining. Oh, um, uh, what about if one of the um, one of the elders had said, "Liar, liar, 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 pants on." F- oh no, no, actually, I'm on fire. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. We were discussing uh, not so Lil Kim. Yeah. Should we call him that? Yeah. <laughs> Kim Jong. Mm. And his, um, I don't know, I don't want to call them lies. Bursts. Let's call them I want bursts. to keep the lines of communication open with him. Yeah, yeah, let's call them bursts. Bursteful. <laughs> yeah. Boast, boastful. <laughs> I think that. the trouble is when people get a reputation for lying, you don't believe anything they say, and I think there's probably a bit of truth amongst Kim's here and there. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah, I think he once wore some leather dress shoes. <laughs> yeah. I lied when I was younger, and I stopped doing it because it ended in tears, usually my own. Oh, really? And working with Frank Skinner helps. Yeah, he's got an honesty policy. Oh, honesty. He? And uh, I, I told so many strange lies when I was younger. Mm. I said, I mean, pointless lies as well. I said I watched Life of Brian, and I hadn't. Yeah, I and then I said I'd seen a... it, and I and, and everyone said, "How did you see it? It's a double A." This is in the days with Frank. Oh, remember yeah. the double A had to be yeah. fourteen, and I thought on my feet, Frank, and I said, "My parents hired a projector," which of course is not out of the question. Yeah, and this is pre-vid, obviously, and I went into great detail about the lie, but the stress it caused me—the projector—and <laughs> then I had to, th- and then I thought, if those people ever meet my parents, I had to say to my parents, "Say that we hired a projector," and I saw, you know, I tried to include them in the lie. Oh, don't lie. Well, uh, 
the and don't say you've seen films if you haven't. Oh, that is a really tempting thing to do, though. <laughs> I, I think I've. I, How I often still do you occasionally do, do that? I'm, do you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've done it on this show. On I took one of my problems have now, as I've, as I've as I've gone into the the mist of, um, of middle age, is I'm some films I'm not 100 percent whether I've seen them or not. Right. No, you are, Frank. No, I'm really not. With the people. No, on, honestly, I I look back and you know it's been a long time ago since things like Total Recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ironically. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Do you know what? I couldn't actually tell you whether I'd seen that film. Well, there you go. It's They're one all of those the same. Films. Also, with Arnold Schwarzenegger with green lasers in his oh, eyes. I saw um, I saw Rogue One yesterday. Did you? Absolutely brilliant. Early, you're early to see that. What's that? Star Wars. Yeah, I think it is Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, mm. Star Wars. Yeah, it's fantastic. Did you like it? It's the longest I've been excited. Oh, don't say it. Disgusting. Disgusting. I was excited for about time. two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. That's I'm, impressive, a man of your age. I know. I was in. I, honestly, it, 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 does, it never. There's Postal. no laps. There's no lapses in it. Yeah. Isn't there? Oh, it's brilliant. Anyway, that's, that's the reviews out of the way. I remember seeing that. I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was yesterday. I should hope so. You remember yeah. it like it was yesterday. I do, actually. <laughs> I do. It was... Uh... I, I tell you, sometimes if someone says, do you watch so-and-so, this is what you miss out on, fortunately, with the box set issue. Mm. Because obviously you eschew the box set, but the American box set. Yeah. Alan and I are box setters. Yeah. And sometimes I'll stop watching something on the Netflix. I won't make it through to the end. Yeah. But if people say, do you watch that? Yes, I say. Mm. And then they'll say, oh, so did you get to the end of season one? I might say yes. Um, Occasionally. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, I bought, the only American box set I've ever bought, I think, is um, The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated that. I watched the oh, first I seven episodes. Worst show that. ever made. Yeah, I, th- I think after after watching the first seven episodes, I decided it was the worst show ever made. So did I. Um, I've told you, I've said on this show before, and I got probably about four hundred and twenty yeah. abusive emails. Oh, did you? Um, so in that case, I take it back. It's not the worst no, show I've ever I made. No, I said they were a bit like I just felt they were caricatured, and I felt it was a bit like the Dolmio family. <laughs> I thought they were on that level of subtlety. I don't think it was that good. I'd happily watch a box set. <laughs> If they made a TV show of the Dalmio family, I'd be genuinely interested to watch it. But we did discuss this out and said it was basically an old man watching a slightly older man eating pizza. Hey, Tony! <laughs> come on! What are you doing? No, yeah. Oh. But, you know, some people like it, but some people like all sorts of stuff. I think if you watch Seven Eps, as well, you've given it a fair, yeah. fair mm. crack of the whip. But I already bought the, the box. That's the trouble. Did you like it, Al? Yeah, I thought it was good. Mm. Oh, well, there you go. Two one. <laughs> I'm afraid they lose. <laughs> so I've got a box set of the. If anyone wants it, um, just write in and you can have my Sopranos box set. Yeah. You're allowed to do that. You can do that, can't you? Just do a competition for your possession. It's not a competition. Oh. You can just have it. I don't want it. How are you going to divvy it out? First it. come, first served? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll pick the one that's the least postage. I better have a look at the emails. <laughs> can I have it? I might even have to... I might have gone a bit crazy and bought two two seasons in... Uh, in oh, don't go. do that. Oh, yeah. No, I've already done that, so they can have that. Double box. Yeah. yeah. It's yours. I don't want it in the house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've got coasters. I mean, well done. You've lit up the switchboard, Frank, with your um, Sopranos DVD that you don't want giveaway, as I'm going to... 
call it from now on. My, bu- my box set. Oh, yeah. Frank yeah. Skinner Swap Shop. That's what it is. Oh. Well, I don't well, want anything back. There's okay. been no um, offer of anything back. What I get no. back is, is space. Yeah. yeah. From uh, <laughs> in your tiny home that needs to exactly. be rid of one DVD. <laughs> exactly. I lied about that as well once when I was younger. I said we had 18 bedrooms. <laughs> Why did I say that? I'd so easily get found out. What about my mate at school that got a little sister called uh, Tricia? <laughs> And I hadn't got a little sister, but I felt a bit bad I hadn't got one. So I said, I've got a little sister as well. He said, what's her name? I said, Tricia. <laughs> <laughs> the worst lying of all time. <laughs> anyway. I mean, how could you get out of that one? I know. It's just, we accepted it, you know. It's co- Tricia. He was say. naive. He'd be good yeah. in um, He was North actually Korea. Steve naive. <laughs> was he? From, he was, na- uh, he was from naive Elvis from halfway Costello's. line, I thought. Yeah. Uh, please... Tell you what these people have been. They, so basically, I can see at least two or three now, Frank. Okay. Well, the earliest one I've got um, is uh, Dave saying, Hi, Frank, not sure if you're serious or not. <laughs> Me neither. But I'll take you up on the offer of a free box set. Address is below, and it's um, Salisbury. Mm. So it's probably not very expensive to post. No, I should think absolute. Well, absolute covering. Have they got um? Have they got a franking machine? You know what? Is it I'll a franking machine? It. I'll cover it. Whoa! You'll cover it. Yes, I'll hey, cover the postage. Well, there you go. There you go. It's there you sorted. Go, mate. I'll uh, flash Harry over there. <laughs> has he sent his? Um, has he sent? Is, is he just going to put I'm this on right. eBay? Put it that way. I'm doing all right. There is his address, but I'm not going to read out the person's address. No, don't address. read out his address. address. I'm like going to cover the postage. I'll cover the cost of it. Frank, well, all, it's like when I let off a stink bomb at school. Oh. It was collective responsibility. Frank's donated the box set. I'm covering the postage. I said there might be two. I'm, Sarah, I've got you idea actually posted. Well, there, is, there is a second one. Alan, what's your contribution to this? Um, I'm going to no. put in a signed photo. Support. Okay. For our v- verbal support. No, I don't want a signed photo. I don't <laughs> want anything that makes it like what happens on a radio show. Yeah, yeah that's just, true. It's I'm just, just trying to get him involved, Frank. It's just a box set of The Sopranos. There Possibly two yeah. if i got another one. It's like there is another only... contender here, though, yeah. Frank. Oh, we've just had another one in 415. Jeff has texted... Oh, no, not even 415. About the <gasps> same time as Dave texted. I can't Jeff cope with them all. Frank, no postage. I live near you. Give me the Sopranos. Yeah, but I don't want to give them to someone who lives near me in case they um, see that as uh, the ramp to Frank. Well, okay. I tell you what. Bad luck, Jeff. Cooper has thrown a right old spanner in the works. Cooper? I could take those Sopranos box sets off you at the Albion game tonight. Just think of the postage money saved. Yeah, but I can't walk into the Albion <laughs> with uh, two Soprano box sets. What do they think I was trying to say? Well, you're walking with Adrian yeah. Charles enough times. Yeah, but it's, there's a difference. Oh, <laughs> we've got a possible game changer here. Frank, box set equals charity shop equals the start of your charity work. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I was slightly like, I have done a bit of charity work in the past. But in you don't I want to talk about it, mate. <laughs> no, I once took a scarf into Oxfam. Oh, yeah. Jim? Um, I, um, no, I, I think that Dave, I've sort of promised them to Dave. Okay. Here. So, uh, thanks to all the others, we've had we're having some more in as well. Yeah, if, um, when I'm looking for the Sopranos, if I see any other American box sets, I don't think I will. I'm going to be honest with you. But if I do, I mean, obviously, I'm holding on to Bonanza. Yeah, yeah. I don't count that. But um, yes. Okay. okay. Lovely. That's sorted. I'll out. sort it out with Sarah. I've seen that <laughs> as the beginning of my spring cleaning. Lovely. Yeah. Next week, the suits. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. People want your suits now. Frank. No, I'm holding on. I've, um, I've, I'm holding on to the suits. That was, um, that was horseplay. Okay. Well, What's Taxi it? Joe has just said, Frank, if you're cleaning, clearing the suits out, can I have the blue one you wore on the London leg of one man in a suit? It was nice. So you know what? Th- there was a compliment in there. Yeah. I thought I'd pass it on. No, I'm, I'm happy with that. But by the way, wear it for the whole run, didn't you? I wouldn't want that. One no, I nice. think I, I, I intermingled. I'd want one of the suits that was worn once on TV and then left. You Look, must have that's it with them. the suits. I'm keeping them. I've given away. Oh, tone of voice has all gone a bit Russell Grant when the scenery <laughs> fell over. I mean, if you had a long hem, I could get them taken down and I could probably wear a suit of your size, couldn't I? But um, I wouldn't have a long You two could hem. never swap clothes. No. No, you're right. You yeah, did have some nice knitwear on. Um, I mean, if one of you committed a murder and there was some alibi thing going on and you used to make a quick getaway, it's not going to work. I'm just mm-hmm. flagging that up. Okay. If because they, you can't swap clothes. If they made a life-size model of Alan, I could operate him from within. <laughs> That's the difference <laughs> in our size. Even a hospital porter's gown. Mm. A very basic disguise wouldn't work. All right. I think we okay, could swap one of those. Back. Really? Yeah. Got a lot of leeway. The, I don't like the bare back on the <laughs> hospital gown. Why do they do mm. that? Oh, you just you know, the, the, I'd rather like that. I don't like the knotted linen Drafted. thing against a bare back. I mean, you know, you're worried as it is without making you look ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still, yeah. I suppose they're saving on material. We've all done it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a whatever happened to texted in as well. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of people requesting your yeah. possessions. Any good? Uh, yeah, 837 has texted, Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, whatever happened to Toffee Hammers? Have I done that before? Have you? I think I have. Well, this chap says, I've never owned one until recently when a friend bought me a bar of toffee with a hammer. I'm now in my 43rd year and that was the first time I'd ever used one. I seem The wrong way round, though. Why? Because surely it should be a toffee hammer that he had in childhood and now they've gone. There are no more. This this would be a new thing. Where where were they hiding? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a whatever happened to. Whatever happened to... Andrew's liver salts. <laughs> yes. Are you aware of those? I was aware of those. It, was, it was the first white powder to yeah. really become popular in this country. <laughs> and what I, I remember about it, what I remember about it particularly, it used to come in a lovely jar with a very satisfactory lid. On, I love a satisfactory lid. I remember lid. the satisfactory Was it not dissimilar to a paint lid? Yeah, but when it fitted, it was a real... Mm. It was beautiful. And... Um, Oh, I remember what it used to say on the side of the tin. It, it used to say, two spoons in a glass of water for uh, stomach and digestive problems, mm. fair enough. Or um, just one spoonful in a glass of water for a refreshing drink. Oh. And I thought there oh. were very few medicines <laughs> that you could have a bit less and suddenly it becomes fun. I like that. I like the idea of penicillin. As just a refresher. Yeah. If you just exactly. had... Exactly. A shot of penicillin yeah. or half a shot <laughs> for a little bit of a, a, little bit of a tonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was... And I used to drink it like that. It was like... You know, have you ever had bad war? Yes. It's had that kind oh. of slightly... Some of the mineral water, the sparkling mineral water, I don't like it a bit too salty. minerally. No, well, that, that's, that was what you got from your Andrew's oh, liver salts. I don't like that. No idea what it was. But can you still get them in their distinctive white tin? Oh, bet. I'd like to know if there's I anyone know, out there. I remember there. those, because my grandmother had a lot of those. No offence. And, um... 
<laughs> along with Slim Sea Bread, which oh. was the slimming bread, you may recall. But if there's a uh, pharmacist listening, <laughs> um, I would love to know if you can still get Andrew's livers. If you have, if you can, I this Christmas I am going to have some as a refreshing drink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I look forward to Imagine that. Imagine if you ordered that in the ivy or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On the rocks, yeah. sir, or you straight know these, up? These posh ones can get you anything. <laughs> you can I have Andrews, but um, as a re- as a refreshing drink, mind. <laughs> mind. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us, um, people do, on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio. Webby. Yeah. Um, can I just um, say a couple of quick thank yous? I've had uh, this sure. morning from um, Caroline Wilson. You might remember Caroline. She uh, sent in the idea of... Um, um, Polish name day cards. Oh, excellent. Well, she is also knits. And she's, she's got knits. Uh, no, no, she's not got knits, otherwise, she could have the knit Rolls Royce of knit combs. <laughs> get which knit I bought around. a couple of weeks ago. Um, she um, sent me a see my cashmere scarf and hat, which would have been lovely, but it's for a teddy bear. Oh. Okay. It's a West Brom scarf and hat for a teddy bear, which nice. is awesome. We have teddy bears in the house. Mm. Sure Thank you, you for that, Caroline. I shall customise one when I get the opportunity. Excellent. I'd also like to... I don't even know who this came from, but someone sent me a really fabulous book, which I'd re- I'd recommend as a Christmas gift. Yes. Um, it's called Looking Good, A Visual Guide to the Nun's Habit. Oh, yes, I know who that is. I'm going to get you. If you hold the line, please, call Royal. I should say it's a, it's a collaboration between the theologian Veronica Bennett and the illustrator Ryan Todd. Now, it might, you might think, oh, that's a, a you know, old It's a lovely book. But I'll tell you what it is. It's, it's, um, <clears throat> it shows you the different um, colours and styles of nuns' habits, but mm. it's, it's in a really groovy, modern design classic book so it's a beautiful if you know any um, Catholics or people that just like weird stuff I would get them this book I recommend it bringing bringing habits back never mind sexy Timberlake I might look into that (laughs) Bringing habits back. It's, it's, I was surprised. Uh, you know, if someone had said to me, "There's a book about nuns' habits," I'd have thought, "Well, you know, I'll like it," but it's not. Right. But it's it's groovy. We'll put it not on our website. Material. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's, it's well, a beautiful thing. While we're doing a round of thank yous, I'd like to offer a big round of applause for oh, the police. Oh, it's all right. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to thank me. <laughs> yeah, round of applause on, for the come police. On, the police. <clears throat> now. We've had so much info on. <laughs> was in, that a little on, Graham Norton impression? That was funny. In that vicinity. <laughs> We've had so much information through on Andrew's liver salts, Frank. Oh, is, it still, is it still available? 721, Andrew's liver salts now in plastic containers. Wow. Lots mm-hmm. of people reffing the plastic nature of them now. Well, that's a shame about that tin. But even yes. so, I can still get it. If I need a refresh, I can have it as a refreshing drink over Christmas. Well, yeah, eight eight six has said new plastic pots, still a good refreshing drink. Well, they've then added question marks. I think they're saying, "Is it still a good refreshing drink?" I, I'm not sure it is. Oh. I'm not sure it is. Um, we've had a text saying that it's a good hangover cure. 
Yeah. From Celia in Halifax. Oh, that's a lot of good to me, isn't it? Please drink responsibly. <laughs> um, I found the, the best hangover cure was Perna. Did you? Yeah. Uh, Adam in Chingford has texted, Morning, guys. Frank, you can still get Andrews because I'm delivering them right now. I'm a medical Shut courier. Up. Oh, I'm oh, a yeah. medical courier, so it does sound quite medicinal. And I have some in a bag right now. Want to trade it for a box set? Hold oh, on a minute. So is, is he racing across <laughs> town on a motorbike with Andrew's lip I hope he's on? not texting whilst on the bike. Someone who really, really needs a burp. So he's <laughs> <angry>. <laughs> Yeah. Because it's not, you know, you see when people carry blood, but I didn't think there was... No. I, I've well, never well, seen the liver salts. They're now called original Andrew salts. Oh, OK. They've taken the liver oh, out yes. of there. Yeah. So they don't mention liver anymore. No. That's probably some, probably doesn't do anything for your liver, and so they've had to take that off. Oh, well, not yeah. just that. It's not very bringing sexy back, is it? Have you got them liver salts? <laughs> oh, Frank. <laughs> well, we often do. <laughs> we just call it Andrews. I could do with a glass of Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so going to order that in the Ivy and see what happens. You try it. But I'm, I'm worried that Can some I have, question Frank, mark. I'm going to order it as a chaser. But there's a, there's a question mark about it no longer being a, a refreshing drink. I think there is, yeah. Oh, health and safety gone mad. Frank <laughs> <laughs> Skinner on the radio. 353 has texted, we used to add orange squash to Andrews because our parents wouldn't buy Fanta. Oh. <laughs> Necessity is the Rather mother depressing. of invention. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have Nesquik, but in water sometimes. Oh, yeah. Times were hard. Well, we had, do you remember the old soda stream? Did you oh, have yeah. one of those? Yes, and uh, we'd put Ribena in it because my parents wouldn't buy us all the, the stuff you were meant to have in it. I spoke to a man from the Ray Harryhausen Appreciation Society the other night, and he was uh, telling me that he used to, him and his brother, you know, they used to come in like little, um, like little containers, the stuff, the, um, the the gel stuff that you mix with the water. Mm. They used to drink those like shots, just drink oh, them really? neat, Ooh. like. Um, what was the name of the gorilla who drank um, <laughs> kombucha? Five, uh, kombucha, five <laughs> litres of. Uh, oh, that and, then he, went, and then he went absolutely postal. <laughs> exactly, and he, as, as anyone would. Yeah. Purple wee, purple wee. <laughs> that's um, that's the song I'd be playing for him. Yeah. I I've, if you're wondering where I met someone from the Ray Harry House, and I went to the awesome. screening of the um, the Doctor Who Christmas special the other night. Did you? Yes. Very exciting. And How was uh, that, darling? It was lovely. I very much enjoyed the Christmas special, I must say. What do they do for the special? Do they put sort of tinsel on the screwdriver or something? Um, <laughs> How yeah, do they make that's it? Ba- that's basically it. Well, there's, there's a bit of snow in it. Some years they have, like, you know, Santa in it and stuff. Because I've got a bit of a thing, Frank, which is I don't like it when they say Christmas special and there's nothing Christmassy about <clears throat> it. Okay. You know, so do they put? Do they have a party in the Tardis? Well, I can't. I can't. Um, I can't say anything about it really. Um, it's not as Christmassy as some oh. of the Doctor Who Christmas specials. It's not like the eighteen. They'd have a Christmas dinner, except B. A. Baracus would have a flute of milk because he didn't like alcohol. Oh, he didn't like so, this, and he didn't like. But he that. put the milk in the champagne glass a and lovely. toasted the milk. Nice. I like my milk in a carafe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I can't quite remember what a carafe is, but... Um, um, it's a sort of a... Is it like a little decanter thing? For yes, sherry? a serving yeah. vessel for oh, wine, I would say. Oh, hey. I'm thinking sherry. 
Yeah, it was good. And it means now I don't have to watch it on Christmas Day. I was going to ask you that. Does it, do you, well, do I'd, you I'd like again, to, but to. I find now anything I want to watch on the telly. Kath usually wants to watch something on the other side about somebody with a big cyst. Oh. Oh, she's quite an embarrassing bodies fan. No offence. Would you like? I hope you'll take that in a way. Frank, meant, some right? should be taken there. <laughs> yes, I've, uh, and I've picked that up and I've run with it. <laughs> 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 Yes, my partner is quite an embarrassing, but not as big a fan as I wish he was. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Now, as it's getting perilously close to Christmas time, that sounds negative, and I'm actually really looking forward to it. I'm feeling very Christmassy, Frank. Not long now. But Hopefully. I get intrigued by a study near Christmas time, particularly one on board games. Because, did you see, there was a study on board games which mm. was talking about people's concentration levels during board games and how you can potentially distract them and steal a victory. Oh. Now, you may not have known this, but did you know that specifically men, if you play ACDC, <laughs> I don't know why, it's specifically one track, I believe, called Thunderstruck. Okay. If you play this, this will distract a man. I don't know whether this is to do with multitasking. They tested it out mm. on people playing the board game Operation. We should say that this survey, it's about the effect that music has on yes. concentration. Because, exactly. you know, some people, when they study or work or whatever, they say, oh, yeah. oh I, got to, I can't do it in silence. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm doing this vice because it's usually stupid people. I can't do it in silence. <laughs> I, I, need, I have to have some music on. Is it a bit Wayne Rooney needing to leave the telly on all night? It's a bit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and the hairdryer sometimes. The hairdryer's left Well, he just needs that. noise all the time. Gaza has the I telly see, on I as well. you'll find the hairdryer's just left in a bin now. Mm. Oh, no way to speak about Alex Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good joke, thank you. Think it was, a, yeah. You think a radio on FM or, like, on... on <laughs> Why do they need noise all the time? Well, some people, you know, we're all different. OK. But, uh, mm. yeah, so it was, it was a study... I think it's, it's actually... It sounds extremely trivial. Mm. But it won a science... Um, Royal a, College of um, Music and Imperial College London. It won an award for a scientifically rigorous research. Wow. And it is it's something I've often wondered about, because I can't really read or do any work with music on anymore. Me neither. But I used to be able to. Oh. In my hip-hop period. Oh, yeah. I hated that period. I, I remember once my, my personal assistant came in to go through some letters and stuff, and she started to go, uh, started to blush. <laughs> and I realised that it was, I'd, I'd got hardened to the amount of bad language and, yeah. um, let's say, vivid remarks yeah. that were on the hip-hop. There's a lot of um, hip-hop at the gymnasium that I attend and oh, I yeah. often find myself muttering language, Timothy. <laughs> yeah. Often. Well, I think that would, they should do that. You know when you have to take swear words out of a yeah. song on the radio? That's what they should use, a little thing that comes in and goes, language, Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so, so yeah, but I, um, what I was astonished to read, read this, the thing that stuck in my mind aside from the board games, which, yes. which we'll come back to, is that it says in operating theatres... Yes. They did a, a survey of this, that music is played 72% of the time in operating theatres. Oh. I find that astonishing. Do you? I, I, what, that would worry me a bit, I think. Well, the results of this... Uh, given the light of the, in the light of these survey results, it worries me. Let's hope it's not... I, I assume it's organ music. Very good. 
Thanks yeah, very much. They play all sorts of surgeons. Very good, thanks. And it says that people operate quicker if you play hip hop. Particularly, I imagine, if it's a hip hop. Yeah. But not necessarily. <laughs> no, but they oh. honestly said that if you really? play hip hop, that they. I mean, do you want them to operate quicker? Mm. I don't 8, know. 12, 15. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Semi chocolate, Frank. Oh, well, why would we do that? Because I can, because I work out. What was your late Eureka <laughs> moment earlier on where you actually. Band aid. Oh, band aid. That's, that's, that's ridiculous, though. I know. I well, feel, someone's. I'm, um, I'm a fool. But don't I still feel love too you. too much of a fool. Someone's emailed at 38 years old, I realised this week that breakfast is breakfast. The shock. Oh, okay. I can imagine that feeling quite a big moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. See, it can happen to anyone. Yeah. So we were talking about operations this morning on Absolute Radio. Ask her to and, make uh, me a cambric <laughs> shirt. That's lovely, Frank. Thanks. You sing, you sing that beautifully. Thanks very much. So Richard from St Albans yeah. says, um, when I had my hip-hop, I could hear loud opera echoing down the corridor. hip opera To oh. the anaesthetic room. Oh, I think, really? Mm. I think there is a thing that classical music helps the concentration, don't they reckon? This is fascinating. There's lots of people saying, our daughter was born by C-section, Oasis were playing in the background. Not in the oh. room, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Those not, mischievous mock-tops. Don't, don't want to come straight out to secondary smoking. <laughs> <laughs> don't want that in the sunshine. But the odd thing is, for all this operation stuff, the, game, the board game that they used to experiment was operation. operation. Yeah. They've tied it all together. Which, Smart. fascinating fact, because I can remember this, the original operation, I wasn't around for that, I believe that was the 60s, in fairness, I wasn't born then, even was, I. Was it that old, the, the yeah. game? Okay. And I'm, I'm obsessed by the board game operation. Are you? Yes, I always have been. And the man who invented it got paid something like $50, and then they ended up, I think it's worth sort of millions now, it's worth a lot of money, because it's yeah. one of the best-selling board games. Anyway, the point is, the original operation on the cover of the board game, the surgeon was smoking <laughs> in the operating theatre. <laughs> Glory days! <laughs> um, really? That's yeah. smashing. And the ash was sort of going all over the patient. So imagine that scalpel, forceps, yeah. ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they wear a mask, though? Yeah, they wore a mask. You just pull it but down. But he had it pulled down. He had oh, OK. Pull it down, have a fag. This is a whole text in, in its own right. We've got a lot of people with music always being put under anaesthetic. They had Stairway to Heaven playing. A bit disconcerting. No, that is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like that at all. 631 has said, I worked as a motorcycle courier years ago. A lot of those this morning. Would listen to heavy metal, which I found made me ride quicker and filter more aggressively. I so think, more deliveries. Yeah, I think driving, um, the music can... Um, can change. Yeah. I find if I um, play uh, Quincy Jones Orchestra's theme from Ironside, I, I, I drive in a much more laid-back right. fashion. It does affect your driving. I sometimes put a bit of classical on. Uh, they add... Uh, I love a show tune, Evita, the other day. They add at lunch, I'd switch it off and listen to Nature in the Park. Motorcycle courier listening to nature in the park. Helmet off. What sort of nature? Presumably. Just what the sounds. Just the sounds of birds oh, I, thought that was, I thought that was a band I hadn't heard of. Oh, no, it was uh, small end, not capital end. It was the, a couple of guys from orchestral manoeuvres in the dark. <laughs> nature in the park. I know, park. I know. It's serious, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um Someone uh, else had an operation to remove a growth from behind their ear the other day. I'm sorry to hear that, mate. 
Um, sorry to hear that, mate. Hope you're on the mend. Um, as it was delayed, I opted for local anaesthetic. I walked into the operating theatre and was operated on to road rage by Catatonia. <laughs> wow. That's Adrian. So it is. I thought this was a... <coughs> I didn't know it happened at all. It, it turns out it happens everywhere. It's commonplace. Mm. Well, me no. no. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Yeah. We were talking about um, operations, not the real ones with people and ones with... He's got a name, hasn't he, the operation uh, Yes, he's called Sam Cavity. Sam Cavity. If I've got that right, I think I have. I do. That could be my specialist subject on Mastermind. Was he a theatre cat at any point? <laughs> I don't know, but very good. And it's base. I mean, it's... Have sorry. you played it often? I mean, I played it so often. The wishbone was my particular speciality and the bread basket, but... There were revisions over the years. But mm. I love it. And I think the reason I love it is it involved tweezers, and mm. I'm good with those. Right. I've are had you? experience. I think women are better at operation, because I think we're better at multitasking. Well, also, they spend a lot of time um, using tweezers to take hairs off men's lapels and then put yes. them under microscopes. This <laughs> <laughs> is very delicate work. <laughs> this, is tr- this is also true. I, I always felt it was a bit of a rip-off operation of those fairground... Strange, strange things you get oh, yes. upset about. You know, those fairground machines, it's hard to say this on the radio, but with the wibbly-wobbly wire, and then you have yes. to go around it... And not touch it. It was based on that. And when you touch when it... When you it, say rip-off... Yeah. We in the Operation com- fan community prefer homage. Oh, OK. Right. Well, yeah. Yes, OK, it's an homage. I'm terrible at both of those games. Have like you played that game recently, That the old fairground one? Yeah. Still really hard. I think about a year ago I played that game, so it depends on recent, but a man of my years, I think that's yeah. recent, yeah. But it's still hard. It's not like Difficult. something, as you get older, you get better at no. it. No. In fact, I Someone, would imagine there's a decline you, I in saw, I saw um, Abu Hamza playing it once. He was brilliant. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Didn't uh, use that. Didn't use the thing, just, just hooked it. Someone <laughs> had a procedure recently with Absolute Radio playing in the background. Really? Yes. What about if someone's well, been operated on now and they can hear <laughs> ask this? What, ask what procedure they had. They had I, a vasectomy. I feel this is more your area, so oh. I'll let you say. Long-time reader had vasectomy with Absolute Radio in the background. Oh, imagine that. Mm. Well, I think we've all been slightly emasculated by uh, <laughs> Absolute Radio half the year. Well, think? I hope it went well. Um, I've got a name for that man. Um, no, but there's several vasectomy texts coming in oh, now. Who would have thought? Frank Skinner on the radio. I tell you what, my uh, mother-in-law bought some tweezers. My mother-in-law. My mother-in-law. I said, can I smell... Anyway, she um, <laughs> she bought some tweezers. Were they the very the proper... I mean, I like my tweezers to be sh- so sharp. No, she bought... This, this, these are big tweezers. Sharp. And you know what? Well, the, and she bought them for taking... Do you know when toast gets trapped in the toaster? That's oh, so yeah. isn't it? <laughs> You, you're going. You're straying into Pete Tong area. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, maybe it's there's Pete an element Tong. of Tong about it. I yeah. mean, twi- but it's like it does feel like operation when you get the uh, <laughs> yeah the toaster with the, with the added little zhuzh of electrocution. Yes, which you don't really so. get with uh, operation. Well, it, well you know, up. the reason for this behind this um, survey, well, not the reason behind the survey, but the findings suggest that the reason men are unable to concentrate as well when they're listening to ACDC is that they experience more auditory stress when listening to rock music, mm. which is very bad news for Absolute Radio. <laughs> it is. I mean, come on. I mean, what, so it? many of our listeners have got hangovers. We don't yeah. want to g- g- give them any auditory stress. 
No. I don't want to get sick over their Dunlop green flashes. No, not no, when they've got say, a bit still, of nickel back on. Regardless of music, still my favourite distraction. Enjoy your ginger beer. Thank you, yeah. ginger beer. Still my favourite distraction is, um, oh, look at that over there, while stealing a chip from a child. Oh, oh man. Oh, come yeah. on. What a wonderful thing that is. That's oh, brilliant. we've had a request. Uh, this is from James. As it's Christmas, can we have some more Aladdin from the Cockrell today, please? Merry Christmas, love reader 658. This is the bit when Alan does <laughs> mental arithmetic. <laughs> I don't think, I don't really want to end the year on that, do I? I mean, it's a strange request. It is oh, a strange God, we've been doing eight times tables at home. Let's have a go. No, stop it. Oh, OK, fair enough. What, what's the name of that game when you have the yellow sticky on your head that I played with Elton John? <laughs> <laughs> Clang! <laughs> Is it called name dropping? <laughs> you have a yellow sticky with the name of a, 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 a celebrity on it. Yes, you, I know what you, you mean. don't see yeah. it. I don't know if it's got a name. I think I'm going to give it a name. I'm going to call it Do You Know Who I Am? Oh, yeah, okay. you reckon? I'm going to call it the game yeah. that Frank played with Elton John. Okay. That's what I'm going to call, call it. it. I'm calling it Do You Know it. Who I Am? The great thing, I think I would have been much better than that than I was in the villa in Nice because. <laughs> <laughs> The distra- Who did Elton John have on his head? He had, um, well, what's it? Bobby Cross. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Bobby Cross he had on his head. That must have been a sight for some eyes. And I had Ian Cranky on my yellow stick. And you have okay. to guess who you've got, because you yeah. can't read it yourself, obviously. Mm. Mm. Um, but the distraction technique that Elton John used was being Elton John. It's <laughs> <laughs> really put me off the game. <laughs> so I imagine he does, he does quite well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that that that's uh, that's it. I think for 2016 oh, no. live. Oh, um, we do have we've got two greatest hits shows coming up next week, which obviously are better than the normal shows. Oh yeah, they don't have all that stuff about ballet links. And they, other don't stuff. Have, they don't have Aladdin. They don't have Aladdin. Uh, uh, <laughs> They're, they're a quintessence. Oh. Aladdin will be in there. Leave Aladdin alone. <laughs> yeah, Aladdin. So, um, so that's good news. I feel so, such pressure. Last thing you say of the whole year. Mm-hmm. Live. Oh, don't pressure, worry about pressure, it. Pressure, pressure, pressure. We'll be, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, thank you so much for listening, not just today, but for 2016. And um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. Hear the Frank Skinner Show as it happens, Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on 105.8 FM in London and the South East.